Ladies and gentlemen, marketers, marketeers, managers, startup tiers. Just made that up. This is The Daily Marketer, your 10-minute cup of coffee on all things growth marketing for the busy founder or startup marketer because God knows you don't have a lot of time. My name is Jacob Kubica, a growth marketer by trade who's worked for Microsoft, Amazon, and a few different startup clients solving their most pressing marketing problems. You know, I noticed one of the biggest problems new companies encounter is growing and retaining their customer base. So I started consulting with the mission to grow. As Kim Kelly says, there are 1,000 true fans and in the process, share my passion and knowledge along the way. Today, I have the fortune of working in one of the brightest companies up here in the Northwest, Rover, which is the nation's largest network of five-star rated dog sitters and walkers, where I get to work with some of the sharpest marketers analyst managers and product managers in the world while growing their sitter base. Anyway, this podcast is meant to be, I call it the three Q's, quick, quality, and question-inducing. As in, I hope this person questions in your head that you want to share with a friend or with me. Our topic for today is the power of persuasion for busy people, where we're going to look at the best takeaways from Robert Cialdini's landmark marketing book, Influence. So let's start off with some definitions persuasion. Although we call it to cause someone to do something through reasoning or argument, I think it goes a lot deeper than that on a lot more deeper levels, like inception levels deeper, which leads me to influence. I call it persuasion's attractive stepbrother. And Robert Cialdini distills it into six actionable principles, including reciprocity, authority, social proof, that you can immediately start using in your day-to-day life and in your day-to-day business life, especially in a startup environment. So let's get right to it. But first, a question for you, the listener. Yes, you. So which one of these is an example of persuasion at play? One, a conversation with a colleague who's trying to change your opinion on Donald Trump's decision to raise international tariffs. B, a TED Talk that tries to explain how being vulnerable is powerful both in your personal and professional life. C, a Facebook ad that wants you to sign up to rent your new Subaru Impreza on Turo so you can make some income on the side. The answer, all of them. That's right. All of these are examples in everyday life in the smallest ways of how influence and persuasion is at play. Isn't that amazing? Well, I think one of the biggest takeaways from Robert's book is that anyone can use these tools to market themselves in the prospect to get a customer to, quote unquote, make a move. To get right to it, influence can be distilled to six actionable principles. Reciprocity, commitment, social proof, liking, authority, and scarcity. To give a little definition behind each one of these, let's start off with reciprocity. This is the urge to return favors and acts of kindness that are done for us because, you know, we're like, oh, well, they did it for me. I want to do it for them. Commitment and consistency. This is the desire to want to be consistent so to feel congruent internally. So you probably heard of the concept of cognitive dissonance. 
that's where your behavior feels misaligned with, with your beliefs. So you feel this sort of internal vertigo. That has to do with commitment and consistency. The social proof, this is to think a behavior is normal if others are seen doing it as well. To give a very practical example, everyone wears pants, right? It'd be pretty weird if you walked on the street and you weren't wearing pants. So you're probably going to observe, say, all right, everyone's wearing pants. You're going to wear pants too. Liking. This is to become more agreeable. Uh, sorry, audiences are, are more likely to become more agreeable if they like the individual speaking. Think of a, a great public figure or public speaker or an actor that just naturally is likable. For some reason, Will Smith comes to mind. <laughs> Authority. You wield influence if you appear credible and reputable. So they did an experiment where they had someone who was wearing a suit, someone who's not wearing a suit, jaywalk across the street on a busy street, and they saw how many people followed that person that jaywalked. They found the person that was wearing the suit, there was three times the amount of people that were more likely to jaywalk because they saw them do it. They're like, why don't I do it? Finally, scarcity, uh, which is to perceive a person as more valuable if it's seen as finite or a service or an item as being more finite if it is finite itself. So think of gold or think of silver or think of anything that is rare. What I think is beautiful about Robert's writing is that he provides hundreds of real world examples and variations of how each principle is leveraged. So I think a startup, given its limited or inexistent marketing budget, is capable of leveraging each one of these so to reach their customer base, their user base, their fan base. So I thought as a way to spur some ideas and tactics for your business and your customers that I'd list off some ideas that I came up myself. So going back up to reciprocity. Number one, provide valuable tips and tricks through a blog or a newsletter and then customers could feel that they want to reciprocate by learning more about your product, inquiring about your product, potentially even becoming a customer. Two, you could have a freemium version of your software or service or product. So a company that I've worked with, Hangry Kits, they, uh, a business development strategy is that they send a free kit to gift shops in Texas as a way to give them a taste of what the product can do. Then also, perhaps they'll feel the, the power of reciprocity compelling them to reach back out. Commitment and consistency. So I like this one. You could get commitment to try a beta or a trial version of your product by a select group of customers. In the process, you could suggest relevant and valuable add-ons after they've trialed the product because they've already committed. So you can get some more consistency in the process because they want to be consistent with their behavior of leaning into the product. And two, you get someone to fill out an intent form or watch a 90-second video with potentially you have the intent of having a longer conversation with them or having them watch a 10-minute video, perhaps a how-to video. Social proof. So what if you included like buttons or testimonials or reviews on your website? Or you could mention how many customers you have or follow you on a social channel. You could have a ticker in the top right corner of your website. This is a, a classic one of how many people have visited the website. Another one is you could showcase case studies of companies, past customers that you've worked with. And going back to testimonials, you can have the testimonials there too. Going into liking. So you can get involved in your industry, really just kind of get involved in the community 
and be candidly outgoing and likable. Easier said than done and easier for some personalities, but this, this, is, this is the classic way to increase liking. You could hire brand ambassadors that are likable, that have likable brand to them, uh, and they could be the quote-unquote face of your company. And finally, let's pretend you're in negotiations. You could have a win-win mindset, so you could kind of have more of a, an agreeable personality and vernacular word choice along the way. Like, I agree with you, I understand you, I feel you. Words like these make it so it's, it feels like more of a collaboration versus an adversarial relationship. Authority. So you can apply for and showcase awards you've earned. So something a lot of people don't know is that a lot of awards that are given out, you typically have to apply for them or someone has to nominate you for them. So why not do that and then showcase them? You could do a few different public speaking engagements, perhaps at a conference or a trade show. And in the process, raise your credibility and your status and being a public speaker. And of course, uh, public speakers are known to have some pretty high authority. And finally, you could hire seasoned executives or alumni or teachers of Ivy League schools or perhaps some MBA graduates to raise the authority and status of your company and your roster of talented individuals. And lastly, scarcity. Why not create and communicate a limited quantity of your product or service? I don't think this is used enough for B2B platforms, uh, service-based platforms like Rover, for example. You could create real and imaginary deadlines uh, for people. So if you're selling, if you if you're selling something for Black Friday, you could have the deal end within two hours or three hours rather than the 48 hours that most people do. And finally, you could reach out to relevant reporters and provide exclusive company updates, press releases to them, um, because this scarce information could be very valuable to them, and therefore they're more likely to create a story out of it. You know, so I'd say the next time you're considering how to engage and influence your next prospective customers, think a little deeper than just doing some paid acquisition and throwing some ads uh, in places where they're more, more likely to visit. I think these principles are powerful on their own, and really, they'll just require more time rather than money. So I'd say if there's one big takeaway I want to leave you with, is this. Humans are more predictable than you think. And that if we take a moment to pause and observe and think about each one of these principles of human nature, they're more about principles of human nature than anything else. If we can see at least one of these happen, I'd say every 10 minutes in our public life. So if you want to capture new customers, why not consider writing an ebook and giving it away for free? Or why not reach out to five YouTube influencers with 100,000 plus followers and have them promote your product? I think there's dozens, if not hundreds of ways to use these principles. And I just encourage you to give it a shot. Well, that's all for today. We're going to release episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. As always, feedback is very welcome. Do you have any questions? Do you have any topics? Would you like to hear some more book reviews uh, where I give you in five minutes the biggest takeaways from a 300-page book so you don't have to do the reading? Well, if so, leave feedback on my Twitter at Jacob underscore Kubica. That's J-A-K-U-B underscore K-U-B-I-C-K-A or on my website at jacobkubica.com forward slash contact. And as always, hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you're using, whether that's Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, or whatever. So we will see you next time. Toodles, you beautiful people. Bye-bye.